Welcome to Lean Into Learning, an RPDP podcast. I'm Christine. And I'm Julie. This is where literacy happens. On this podcast, we discuss topics related to literacy in K-12 classrooms. Hi, Julie. Hey, Christine. How are you? I'm doing great today. How about you? Good. Good. Hey, so I was excited to hear about your recent adventure. Can you tell us a little bit about where you just went? Yeah, I just got back from Denver. I was at uh, the ASCD conference. It's the Association for Supervision and Curriculum Development. Yeah. So it was awesome. They had 4,000, over 4,800 people at the conference, which was double than what they had last year. So it was exciting. We're back from COVID. That is true. Yeah. So it was amazing. There were people there from all over the country, all over really the world. There were different people from international places as well. And we had speakers from all over that were coming to share their knowledge and their information with everybody. It, it was such a positive experience. Yeah. And ASCD, that involves like administrators, teachers, right? All school staff, basically, yeah. right? Yep. And so there was a variety at like in every session they would ask, you know, what, what's your title or what's your position kind of thing. And, and so in every session it was varied. Like we had teachers, we had principals, we had learning strategists, we had um, curriculum, uh, professional development people. There was all kinds of people represented Excellent. there. And you said you ran into some friends from Clark County. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There were several people from Clark County that we didn't even know that we were both going. And so it was exciting to see them there. And then uh, I ran into some people from Northern Nevada as well. That's great. Awesome. Awesome. So I was really excited when you were telling um, us in the office yesterday about one speaker in particular that I know really rocked your world too. And his name is Sean Aker. Can you tell us a little bit about what he talked about? Yeah, it was awesome. We, uh, he was the last speaker. So he closed out the the conference and uh, his whole speech or or his whole thing that he stands on is happiness. And a lot of times when we hear, oh, it's about happiness, that we think it's all fluffy and mm-hmm. frou-frou or whatever. But what I love about him is that everything that he talks about is based in research. So he's a Harvard grad. He, I think he has his doctorate from Harvard. Don't quote me on that. We'll have to mm-hmm. look. But um, he was at Harvard for many years and they've done all kinds of exper- experiments and research on happiness. And so everything he talks about is based in research. And that's I, why I love. really love that because I think teachers have, um, what, what's the phrase that people use? Like it's falling flat on teachers when teachers are being told and administrators certainly being told like, um, you know, self-care, take yeah. care of yourself, you know? And so, um, because if you're if you're not happy, those methods aren't gonna right. aren't gonna improve your situation. So tell us what he taught you. Yeah, it's the opposite of toxic positivity. You know, is what he's doing mm-hmm. is is based in research. So just several different things, and you can find him. We we can link his uh, TED talk mm-hmm. into here. Uh, but he talks about the research that they've done about. Um, in our lives, we work so hard to be successful. And we think once we, we succeed at this, then we'll be happy. Once we graduate from high school, we'll be happy. Once we graduate from college, we'll be happy. Once we get married, we'll be happy. Once we have kids, we'll be happy. Mm-hmm. And what they've found in research, our brain automatically moves that goalpost. 
So once you are successful in one thing, then it moves the goalpost to something else. So you never, if you're waiting for that time to be happy, happiness is never accomplished because you're always moving the goalposts. So the joy is in the journey, really, yes. is what he's trying to do. The joy to is us. in the journey and at the beginning. It, mm -hmm. It's up to you to then create that happiness. Therefore, you will be successful in your happiness. So it, it's really cool. They've done all kinds of experiments. He he did one that talks about gratefulness. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, how we talk about writing down three things that you're grateful for and we do that. They did an experiment um, and again, we will link the research because I, I can't quote the numbers exactly, but they did the experiment where they wrote down three things they were grateful for for 21 days because they were creating a habit. And um, at the end, it, it didn't work. And they did brain scans and they did surveys and they did different things to see if that would prove that happiness was increased and it didn't work. Like, So they, wait a second, I want to get, get that clear. So they were writing down every day three things they were grateful for. Mm -hmm. And the the product was supposed to be that at the end, they would find that they had more happiness yes. in their life. But so, and that did not work. Right. It, and, and he was surprised. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, I would have bet money <laughs> that this would work. Mm -hmm. And so they talked about it and they discussed what, what they needed to tweak or change. So they ran the experiment again. And the tweak that they made was instead of writing down three things that you're grateful for daily, you write down three things that you're grateful for within the last 24 hours. So it, your brain had to actually scan through what you were doing in mm -hmm. that time period to really think about what is meaningful to me within these last 24 hours. And they did that and they saw the improvement. So that made the tweak. It wasn't just oh, I'm thankful for my family and my car and my job and that kind of thing. And you say the same thing every day. Mm -hmm. That didn't work. If you would actually think about within the last 24 hours, what am I thankful for in the last 24 hours every day, mm -hmm. then that made the improvement. I love that. When you, when you were explaining it to me last night, when we were talking about this, you said that um, uh, Mr. Aker used the term like your brain creates an app. Mm -hmm. And I love that. And I, I started thinking about it in my own life because I've kept a gratitude journal for a long time. And I do find I go back over it. And it is those same things that I am grateful for. Mm -hmm. I am grateful for, you know, a wonderful job and a great family and all the, all the things, right? right? The roof over my head. But when you have to go back and think about like, what am I grateful for just in this short period of time? I'm developing a new pathway that I'm now looking for those things. Right. It creates a lens through which you're viewing the world so that your brain creates that app that it holds that information because it knows you're going to ask for it again so that it's creating that information so that it comes quicker for you yeah. so that you're scanning and you start noticing the things to be grateful for so that you're ready to then produce that gratefulness. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. I'm grateful you went to yeah, uh, me too. because that is so interesting. So, so any other points that you got from him? Yeah, he was also, he mentioned a research study where they did about walking and, and that a brisk walk uh, four to five times a week is equivalent to taking antidepressants. Uh, with wow. some people and with some depression issues, he was not condoning, you know, to get off medicine or anything, but he was just saying that the research and the brain scans, that it had the same effect as taking antidepressants. If you would get up and do a 15 minute walk, brisk walk, uh, right. four to five times a week. Right. I love that. And, and like you, of course, we know that there's, 
you know, people that uh, have medications for things that they need, right? And so obviously not condoning that somebody just quit what they're doing, but to have options, right? Like what a great thing to have options for that. And it's a tool. It's a tool to use and and realize that it's almost like a reset. Okay, now I can come back and focus on what I need to focus on. So he had tons of information and and he's done a um, TED Talk. He's done a podcast interview with Oprah. Um, He does trainings all over the world that he goes into corporations. He works with businesses a lot, but his mom is an educator. So he was able to speak at the uh, ASCD conference for educators. So I highly recommend looking into his things and his research and his books. He has a book called The Happiness Advantage. Mm -hmm. And then he's just published one, uh, The Big Potential. I haven't read that one yet. And then he also did a children's book kind of. It's called The Orange Frog, and he wrote it for a corporation to explain the research in manageable terms. And so it's really kind of cool. If you've read the Who Moved My Cheese, Mm -hmm. it's kind of that same idea where he's using characters to demonstrate the research. So it, it was awesome. I loved it. Wow. So yeah, we encourage everybody to go ahead and check that out. Julie sent me the link to the um, Oprah interview or podcast mm-hmm. last night. And um, it was great. I've already sent it out to six or seven friends outside of the education world who won't be hearing us here on this podcast. So please check the show notes and take a look at Sean Aker's work. Yeah. Well, thank you for this interview. It was great. I mean, I, I'm so, again, grateful that I was able to go to the conference. It was amazing. Hey, so speaking of conferences... Tell us a little bit about what we have coming at RPDP. Yeah, we're excited. So our conference is May 5th and 6th. It's the RPDP K-12 Literacy Conference. And that's May 5th and 6th. May 5th is virtual. And we have speakers coming in from all over. We have somebody coming in from Chicago, somebody coming in from Georgia. We have somebody coming in uh, from Northern Nevada, uh, All people all over the place. Oh, uh, another speaker from Michigan, I believe, is coming in. And so that's going to be our um, virtual session. And then we also have speakers coming in on Saturday. So Christina Smekins will be there on Saturday. Um, oh, by the way, Diana Townsend from UNR is, is, will be speaking on Friday night. Mm-hmm. And then Christina Smekins will be our open keynote on Saturday. And she's with Smekins Education. And mm-hmm. so she does all kinds of strategies. And she's doing some of the breakout sessions as well. So it's 8 to 2 on Saturday at Roy Martin Middle School. Mm-hmm. And Friday evening is 4.30 to 7.30 virtual. So be sure and register because the last day for early bird registration is this Friday, April 7th. Yeah. So get in there and get registered. And and the spots are getting short. Yeah. We're having a lot of people register. So we hope to see you there. And I, we think you'll like what you see. And we will see you next time or you'll hear from us next time. (laughs) Yeah, thank you. We want to remind you that professional development is always available through RPDP. Please visit our website at rpdp.net for our workshops, classes, conferences, and other resources. Continue to join Christine and me on Where Literacy Happens as we offer professional learning through conversations focused on literacy.